This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to welcome in a singer-songwriter who is also nominated for Grammy Awards coming up this weekend, Best Rock Album and Best Rock Performance. We welcome in Grace Potter. Grace, thank you for your time today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. What's this week been like for you in, in preparation for Sunday? It's been uh, it's been surprisingly busy. Um, you know, it's always kind of interesting. Life and, and in exciting industry stuff seems to happen in bursts. So um, certainly uh, coming back to California, I've, I've been in quiet, sleepy Vermont for the last nine months during COVID. So uh, it, it just feels more active just being in California again. I asked this of John Batiste a little bit, a little bit ago, and I'll ask you as well. Winning a Grammy, what does that mean potentially for you professionally when you think about this maybe even from the business side of the industry? Yeah, I think – you know, um, it's, it's about traction really, you know, at at a certain point in my career, I hadn't gotten any Grammys and it was one of those really long arcs. You know, my, my career has been long and steady, um, where, yeah, there's been little bursts of excitement, but you know, winning a Grammy definitely just sets you in a different category of traction where, pretty much it's not like you're set for your life but certainly the year and a half two years three years following um you know you can really kind of just um run on the the fumes or the steam if you will of of the excitement around that and um and beyond that then of course there's the creative what are you going to do next moment (laughs) so yeah well and you mentioned about being in vermont over the last several months i I happened to a chance to see a couple of videos that you had done on YouTube. So it appears you had taken advantage of kind of the, the opportunities that zoom presented or, or various conferencing platforms to be able to still do your music and still present it to the public. For sure. And, you know, John was on point when he was talking about how, you know, creative folks and artists and musicians have gotten a real edge from having the opportunity to stream. And what I found was just that, you know, not having the the process and the filter between me and my fans was a really incredible experience um, because it really opened up the conversation and I was able to uh, commune with them in a way that was really amazing. And, and you can literally see the stats of your most popular songs or the things that you say, you know, in real time, you can, you can really have the experience of understanding, oh, okay, that's their favorite song. You know, that's the one that everyone yeah. wants to hear. Yeah, you're also uh, one of the main people behind the Grand Point North Music Festival in your home state in September. Uh, I assume there was not a a festival this past year, and and the hope is that you will have one later on this year. Yeah, and, you know, it was going to be our 10th annual, and that makes it even harder because you've got the pressure of, like, we got to – we got a one up the year before, which was, you know, Jackson Brown and Kenny Chesney and Nathaniel Rateliff and Caroline Rose and, and Bernie Sanders showed up. You know, you got to take um, all of those opportunities that you can when you're organizing a festival. And, you know, one of the difficult things about COVID was that, you know, not only were we not able to hold the festival, but we kind of couldn't even plan for this year. Um, and it's yeah. still in a bit of a holding pattern just based on 
um, you know, what we're seeing, the projections are un- undetermined. Um, the live music world is moving forward, but very slowly and with very little certainty. I think, um, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to err on the side of cost foremost, but I'm I'm vying for a boat festival. You know, just everybody bring the boats oh. into Lake Champlain and just, you know, have the boats pull up and have the stage closer to the edge of the water. But, um, you know, I'm a dreamer. I don't think that's... That would... <laughs> That would be fantastic. Do a boat festival, right? That would be perfect, right? Right? Totally. Floating, a floating festival. And that's the kind of festival that we, when I established Grand Point North 10 years ago, that was really the goal was to feature the location. The location of the Burlington Waterfront is incredible. The Waterfront Park is so beautiful. But beyond yeah. that, to bring musicians that act from, you know, international areas that aren't used to or wouldn't expect to show up in a place, a smaller smaller town like Burlington. Um, well, so, you know, the boat thing would just kind of follow that thread if, if we could do it. Let me also ask you, because this is Women's History Month, and, and I'd like to get your thoughts on on kind of the path of women in the music industry. Obviously, you see it firsthand, and, and I think women have always had a great presence within the music industry, but when we talk about this, I think the discussion ends up being, what is still missing in in various sectors? It, you know, where where is the state of women in the music industry right now? You know, it's hard to say. I've um, I've had my own experiences with it that have been incredibly positive, and I I spent my life in my early career kind of enjoying the spoils of of being a woman. Um, in a way that a lot of other women that came before me didn't have a chance to do. And I think as I grew into the artist and the woman that, that I am now, I realized just how much sacrifice and how much, um, you know, you get put in pretty uncomfortable situations. And I kind of retraced my steps and went back. and I was like, oh, they were only being nice to me because they could see through my dress that day. You know, like I thought right. the right. production yeah. team or whatever, you know, there's all those moments where you kind of go back and, say, oh, that was what was going on there. But what I have found is that it has really emerged as um, a team sport. Like, making music is not an individual endeavor, ever. And women uh, have often been pitted against each other. So, you know, you can't open for this woman. You have to have a male opening for a female because you wouldn't want fans to compare the two or whatever. All of that is really going out the window um, with artists like, you know, when Brandi Carlile brings together all these incredible female artists or, you know, I pulled Lucius into this record. They're an amazing band if you haven't heard of them. But bringing in the, um, you know, like Emmylou Harris and Dolly Parton and Linda Ronstadt, that that energy of it being a team sport has really expanded into a place where um, we can all support one another without it being Lilith Fair, for example, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, So, so that's been cool. And it's been great to see, you know, that uh, one of my categories in the Grammys, the uh, best rock performance is is all female nominees. I would love it if it was a little bit, not all or nothing, (laughs) but I'll, I'll take, I'll take it, you know? Well, so, I mean, you obviously have a a great career going in terms of making music, and and you mentioned about doing the festival as well. Are are there other elements of the music industry or other areas of business that that you just are are intrigued by that that you want to continue to try and dip your toe in the water of? Yeah, I mean, my big thing has been I I want to score film, um, and I love the film and entertainment industry in general. I think the process is 
creating as a group is something that has always drawn me to to, to the entertainment business in every way. Um, and those collaborations always, for me, whenever I dive into them, they yield incredible results. You know, um, the theme song that I had a chance to do for Frankie and Grace, the, the TV show, which was supposed to just yeah. go for one season, and then they were going to change the theme song. But um, Marta Kaufman, uh, the executive producer, just said, you know, it, it holds. It holds up. Let's just keep it. Um, so I haven't had the opportunity to record much uh, for film and TV since then, but I'd really love to. And that's definitely an endeavor that I'm going to be steering into, especially just having the time during COVID to sort of reflect on that. Well, Grace, we wish you all the best uh, with the Grammys coming up this weekend and certainly hope that uh, Grand Point North can come off again uh, coming up later this year. Well, thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you. Grace Potter, as we mentioned, up for Best Rock Album and Best Rock Performance at the Grammys. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.